Hey everyone, welcome back to the seventh episode of the Millennial Investor Podcast. I hope everyone's doing great. Today we have Mr. Vikrant Shorey with us, author of How to Write a Best-Selling Book. And from my research, at least, it is ranked as the best-selling book as well. So welcome to the podcast, Vikrant, and I hope you're doing good. Thank you so much, Vinamra, for having me. Uh, it's great to have uh, be in the show. That's great to hear, man. Um, our topic today is going to be launching a business from scratch without any money, without any capital. But before we start, Vikrant, why don't you tell us a bit about what you do in your book? Yep. So simply, what I do is I help entrepreneurs, thought leaders, coaches, consultants who have amazing ideas, amazing stories to share with the world in the form of a book, but really don't have the time to sit down and write the book. So. Uh, we have a done-for-you book writing, publishing, and marketing services through which we help these people turn their ideas into a best-selling book within just six months with our done-for-you services. So this is what we do. And my book, How to Write a Bestseller, is for those people who want to write the book themselves. I have shared all my secrets, right? All the things which I have learned in the, in the journey of helping thousands of people with their publishing journey. And uh, I've explained that into the book with a step-by-step guide. So, yep, if someone want to write and publish and market a bestseller themselves, then they can go through the book, which is going to be really beneficial on their publishing journey. Yeah, 100%, man. I think a book is a great way to like start off without money. I like that you like practice what you preach. And I've heard a lot about people starting their first business without any capital by solving a problem that they faced in their journey or in their life with a passion or skill that they possess. So was that your goal while creating this book as well? See, uh, Vinamra, for me, when I started my writing my first book, it was not to solve any specific problem <laughs> for people. Like it was all about to make money, to really survive. I initially, like I was in New Delhi, right? Just dropped out of the college. Of course, no money at all. Now searching online, how to make money online. Uh, with zero investment because, of course, I was, I was in financial debt at the age of 18 and uh, no, no clue like what I'll be doing. And then, of course, I discovered this self-publishing. And uh, when I discovered the self-publishing, I wrote my first book within 21 days because I had nothing to do. I just wrote it, published the book, made around $27. And um, then I published another book within three to four days. And this time I also did some marketing. Uh, this month I made around $440. So the thing is like, of course, it was not that I always knew that I'll be writing a book, but it was my need was to really pay my bills, really pay rents. And uh, that was the first thing. Then once I acquired that skill set in writing and publishing a book, then some people started reaching out to me to helping them on their publishing journey. This is where I saw the need. So I had this expertise of how to write a book, how to create an outline, how to publish the book, how to market the book, how to get sales reviews. Now I started helping people who had this need, who wanted to write and publish their book themselves. So this is how the transition happened. I had now this specific sales skill set and now people wanted to uh, my help with my skill set. And this is how like, I uh, used my skills to help those people. Yeah, it sounds like a really inspiring journey, honestly. So personally, do you feel your process of writing your bestseller, would that have been easier if you would have read your book before? 
yes definitely yeah. see like uh, of course i was able to write a book for, uh, in in 21 days but at the same time i know that i could have launched that book 10 years ago to mm-hmm. a bigger level when of course i now when i've uh, know all these different marketing techniques all these yeah. different resources through which of course i can promote my book get more sales so definitely like of course uh, if i were ha- if i were have uh, read my book uh, 10 years ago then it, it would be a great help yeah so in a more general sense what would you say are some guidelines that you would tell people who are attempting to start businesses with none or very limited capital yeah sure so see when re- the moment when i dropped out of the college uh, i started a company and uh, i took some loans from my friends my family seniors and all these things and the biggest mistake which i made in that business was in the first week of my business i hired seven new employees and i still had no clue that uh of course i had a basic idea of the uh, about what exactly the business is going to be all about but exactly how that will solve people's problem they were, this was kind of a really messy it was in my head nothing on the paper not a kind of an actionable plan how i'll be achieving that so you can imagine the scenario like i have hired like i'm in 17 and 18 uh and uh, i have hired employees like who are in, uh, in 30s and 40s i'm trying to handle them and now they ask me okay what what do i want to do now right what like i hired designers content writer website developers and all these people now they were asking me questions that okay what what to do now somehow like they created some kind of a website it was complete junk so the first example or the first kind of advice of course i would give is always start with why means why like of course if you are starting a business if you are writing a book it's going to be same like you have to always start with the why that why you are doing it right and then of course like how you will be really helping the people uh, at that point of time i really had no clue i didn't talk to my potential clients that what kind of exact problems they are facing some i like of course like when especially like when you are just new into the field you just assume that this is the kind of a problem that people face mm. and but in reality if you launch that uh your product on the base of your assumption then things will be completely different market will never react the way you want them to react yeah. so so first of all like really doing the survey of course nowadays survey is really important you can go to the facebook group you can do go to some of the groups as well you can uh now it is really simple like you can do that within two, two or three days go to so many facebook groups do some polls and all these things yeah. and see really that hard. yep and once you know that okay like these kind of ideas or these kind of solution people really need for those specific problem then of course uh, try to create a minimum viable product minimum. i have heard about this mvp like before and all these thing but i was not working on that means not hiring people since the beginning maybe you can do that yourself right so when i uh, so within 6 months like when i started that company i had to shut down the company because of course i was i was completely ran out of the money i had to fire all the employees and i was at the age of 18 i was at the financial debt 
of $5,000, not rupees. So, um, so the thing is like, it happened just because I really wanted to launch something big in the market. Mm-hmm. I launched it, but nobody came on my website. So the thing is like, always start small and then take baby steps, make mistakes. Mm-hmm. But of course, initially, like you have to really safeguard your money. You have limited money, limited resources, maybe no money at all. 100%. So start something of your own, start something on your own design. Like if you want to design something, go check out canva.com. If you want to write something, maybe do the competition research on like 10 different competition and use the kind of content they are using by doing some kind of like, uh, of course, don't plagiarize, but of course, uh, use those contents in such a way that you have written it. Mm -hmm. And if you want to design the website, maybe like use sites like uh, WordPress and Wix, right? Like it is free. You can do that yourself. There are so many tutorials out there. And you can launch the first minimum viable product within just maybe within just first week, right? So, um, so yeah, this is what I could, uh, you can do. So uh, these are my advice for those people like who are starting in their career, especially in the entrepreneurship and with no money or zero, like very little money. So yeah, one thing I really like took from that is how you said you have to plan each and everything out. I mean, especially when you're talking about the minimum viable product and when you're starting without capital, you know, you have really low room for error. You have a very, very low margin for error and you know, businesses can get funding and still fail. So if you are using minimum capital, you do, I feel need to plan each and every step out and each and everything out and really try to stick to that plan at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, man. So, so this company, like which I have created now, uh, it's a million dollar company now. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that this is completely bootstrapped. There's no investment which I've taken from someone or no loan at all. So it started from just one simple idea. And of course, it was a kind of a minimum viable product. I created just a one landing page, right, which I written it. And I launched the, the, my first MVP within just three hours honestly speaking. And of course I had no clue how to do the website, how to do all these things. So I used to have like one tab opened for how to design a WordPress website. And in another tab, I used to also design like, uh, so, okay. So the first step was how to get a domain name. I go to the GoDaddy, booked it, how to have a hosting, go to the host creator and I booked it. So I was also watching it and also started implementing it instead of Okay, going through all the tutorial videos and learning all these things, I was into the action mode. This is how like, I, I learned all these things. How big of a role do you think motivation plays in the whole journey of starting your own business? See, like, of course, motivation is kind of a very fragile thing. 100%, yes. uh, so maybe one day, like if you are feeling good, like you'll be motivated. Maybe one day, like you are, you are like, especially in this entrepreneurship journey, like it is kind of full of roller coaster. It is. Every single day is going to be completely different. One day, like you are super pumped up, like you will feel like you're going to change the entire world with your business. And one day you'll feel like, Hey man, like, do I really think, uh, should I really have come to this? Like, was it a good idea to start my business? So it will always happen. Right. The thing is like, which really is going to be keep you moving is that again, like why you started this thing, mm-hmm. always sticking to the why is going to give you the inner motivation. 
And that's what you need. So of course, like you can watch some tutorials, you can watch some of the videos, you can saw, watch so many people like what they have done. You can, you can read some of the books, which is really good thing. But I think like if you really need a permanent, like hundred percent all the time, 24 seven, if you want to be charged up, that is not possible, honestly speaking. Yeah. You know, I always believe that motivation, it's a really important factor only at the start, though, especially at the start motivation, it can last for a while. Like you said, it won't last every day, but this is where discipline comes in, you know? And I think it was a really famous quote by Elon Musk. He was saying that if you're working a hundred hours a week, you know, and your competition's working 40, you'll achieve things much faster and much better than they're going to achieve. And I think at the end of the day, it all comes down to the amount you work and the quality of each hour, each minute that you put in. Yeah. I also want to add one thing, of course, uh, Whenever we start a business, like we always compare ourselves to Elon Musk, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, and Warren Buffet. Uh, the thing we need to understand is, of course, every businessman, every entrepreneur is different. Yeah. Just like every artist is different. Every singer is different. Everyone has a different capability, right? For example, if, uh, if, uh, uh, if Himesh Roshamiya want to uh, sing a song like a Emiwe Bantai, <laughs> then it's going to be like complete mess. Right, because Himesh Roshamiya has a different singing skill set, and Emiwe uh, Bantai has a different singing skill set. So, if um, you don't have to copy someone, mm -hmm. this is really important. Of course, if someone says like you have to work hundred hours to become successful, see like that's their preference. Their preference is like not having a freedom, not living, uh, like not giving time to the to the family, or not going meeting your friends like if this is their preference and just the work 100% of the time that's their thing but if you think like okay if you have chosen this journey for a freedom then maybe you should not you should not work for 100 hours a week you should not so so for me like of course i really think about balance as well so i could work for 100 hours a week of course i have worked it like in the initial time but i really like I started this thing, like, of course, again, you have to go to the why, like why you did it, why you started it. I started this company. I started going to the entrepreneurship because I needed a freedom, mm. right? I also needed some free time. So that's why now, of course, I'm into that situation where I have hired some employees. Now I have 40 uh, team members, a team of 40 people who, who uh, takes care of my operations and all these things. Now, of course, I can have some free time for myself, for my family. So yeah, that's a preference uh, for every different people. Uh, so again, like this is how the, the motivation is also plays the negative thing on YouTube videos. Like if you go watch some YouTube videos and people say, you have to work hard, like you have to wake up and of course do all these things. But with motivation, like there are also so many risks involved. Like people can also make, have I've seen that people have made really worst decision in their life just by watching those motivational videos. For example, if you're, if you really don't have a, a good business idea, but if you have a really secure job and, but at the same time, like you, you are paying bills and all these things, taking care of the family, but you have watched this motivation video. Okay. You have to become an entrepreneur and all these things. And now you have quit your job. Now, maybe for two years, three years, no money is coming, but you also can't go to the, go back to their job. Yeah. Now what? Right. So the thing is like, you have to do the balance. Like maybe you can work in your job at the same time, run yeah. the, 
run and do the business yourself uh, in the part time. So that's what like there are some pros and cons of motivation videos as well. Of course. But absolutely right, man. If you haven't properly researched your idea and the industry you'd like to target, it's not worth just blindly creating a business and expecting returns straight away. You do have to be tactful about it. So another thing I want to speak to you about is I feel many entrepreneurs face this. It's how to deal with criticism. You know, it's one thing that really puts people down and people almost shy away from the business because of this. And I don't feel it's just criticism. I feel it's also the fear of criticism that many new entrepreneurs face. Did you go through mm-hmm. this? And if you did, how did you face this? Uh, we need to understand that not only in uh, in business, whenever like we do anything new in our life, which is against the status quo. So see, like of course, in in uh, you know that like in uh, in India, like if you're not a doctor or engineer, maybe like people don't see you as a successful person, right? When I started uh, doing my online business, it was not not at all famous. And uh, that time, like, of course, my friends, my families used to think that I'm doing some kind of a scam. And I'll, within just a few months, I'll be going to, the, going to a prison. Cops are going to come and they're going to take me to a prison. So see, like, of course, uh, nobody, nobody believed me. My friends, families, and all these people, nobody believed me. But uh, the thing is, like, of course, you need to understand that uh, their opinions are their opinions you have to really go with your opinions. Like, what do you think about uh, what kind of skill set you have? So if you are really crystal clear about what are your expertise, what are your skill sets, what are your strengths, then, and you really think like using these strengths, expertise and skill sets, I can create this business, then this is your opinion enough. I think you should go with that. You should really don't care about other people's opinion and other people's criticism because don't think it as a criticism because of course, criticism is a negative word. Think it, take it as an opinion. That's their perception about life, about you. And that's fine. You also have some kind of opinion about them. That's fine. I've seen like some people like who are going into the entrepreneurship, like who are doing the business. And I also used to think uh, like this in, in the initial journey, we used to feel that people who are doing job are completely dumb people, like or are idiots. Means like they're going nine to five, going to the rat race, like all these things. But that's their life, right? Of course, we have some opinion about them. They also have some opinion about me. So that's a fair game. Yeah. I think people are going to have opinions no matter what you do, right? So you might as well be doing what you want, what you like. So. Yeah, exactly. This is actually going to change the way I go around handling my business, you know? So (laughs) I think really, um, really good advice there. And I'm sure that many listeners are going to benefit from your experience. So thank you so much for sharing it. Awesome. Awesome. Great. I could help. Great speaking to you, man. Have a good one. Thank you so much, Penumbra. Take care. All right, guys, that's it for our seventh episode. Our next two episodes will be on cryptocurrency and we'll be welcoming another really special guest on our show. So stay tuned for that. Once again, if you'd like what you listen to, follow us on Instagram at the.millennialinvestor and make sure to leave a review. Thank you guys so much. Stay safe and take care.